Rise and shine, it's podcast time. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. It's poetry week this week on Covered It. Um, as written by my father, three, bo- three blokes tell jokes about putts that they sank with advice on the slice and holes not to blank. A podcast prank, a hack and a quack, yak, yak, yak. But I'll give them some flack and maybe a smack. Because they think I'm a crank when I ask, why do I shank? Fergus. Nice. It is pretty good. Busy busy week in the Shannon household, was it? (laughs) Parents would do anything for you, wouldn't they? True. It it was um, basically, it was was National Limerick Day in Ireland. uh, Well, across the world. Um a few weeks ago and I asked dad to write us a limerick for the pod and he wrote that and then as soon as he wrote it and sent it to me I said oh no that's actually not a limerick <laughs> because basically a limerick is you can fact check this if you want but a limerick is A-A-B-B-A but there's certain rules around it as well in that there has to be a, there's like a certain rhythm to it and a certain like um like it's da 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 So um I I kind of gave him a ruling on that and um then he gave out to me for not using the poem that we wrote that he wrote for us. So he actually gave out to me he gave out to me on the putting green abandon. I met him last Wednesday Thursday and he was saying, I'm getting awful stick on that podcast. And Shani's making me do extra work and he's not even reading it out. <laughs> um, well, he should have gotten more stick for not wearing... A, he was seen wearing not wearing a quack polo. Wasn't wearing a what quack or anything. Under yeah, Armour, was, was it? He was, he was going to be on my shout-out list of uh, for not wearing any uh, quack merch when, when Ben's home. And that's all he owns as well. Um, Fergus, if only you had a son that, I don't know, knew some guys, he could exactly. sort you out. So when I heard about this slander i went back to my notes and i had a kind of a half written limerick um that i'll read out for you um but i just never finished it so you'll know you'll notice that one at the end um covered this covered that covered me covered you covered what covered where covered when covered who shani is your host and he hasn't got a rashers but shani knows the most with his lovely big gnashers got ben and will also up here <laughs> I just didn't have an ending line. Um, but so I was thinking, I was thinking we could maybe put a shout out to try and get a, a poetry correspondent for the podcast. And maybe we could come up with like, instead of limericks, we could come up with our own type of poem, like corks. We could like come up with a poem. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could have National Cork Day all over again, you know? Every day is National Cork Day. <laughs> so yeah, if you're into poetry and you're not my dad, um, give us a shout. Get into the messages, you know. Um, anyway, yeah, this is a golf podcast. Uh, <laughs> we are the boys from Covered It. This podcast is brought to you by Quack Golf, um, where you should be going to to get all of your golf merch for the summer season. Um, any new, any new lineups or any new drops gear coming out soon, lads? 
yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a couple of new hats up online, a new pair of, st- of stone joggers where the ankle band matches. And we've also changed how we f- fulfill our orders. So people in the UK, you no longer have to worry about import tax. What you pay is what you'll pay at the end of the day. Um, and we've got some new stuff coming in the next few weeks as well. So keep an eye out for that. But lo- loads of stuff there, lots of shorts. I've been in West Cork for the last few days and I'm pretty sure we're never going to get a wet day again. Exactly, it's, yeah. It is heaven down here. So It's beautiful. And if you ever want some just like like a chat or like any emotional support with customer service, just send send our Scott there an old message and he'll 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 get back to you every every day of the week. What you Scott? Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Scott. Well, good morning, Patrick. I was just thinking that I, I like the I like the uh, I like that uh, way of talking about some new drops. Any new lineups? Any line new lineups <laughs> yeah, coming? I didn't guys? know what to say. Who's in the new lineup this week? <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and uh, so starting with the shout out, speaking of parents, I have a second apology to make to the same person <laughs> to, I'm going to get this right this time, Robert uh, McNamee. <laughs> <laughs> you please explain to everyone who Robert McNamee is? He's our, he's our, he's our Barton Cup manager. He is a young lad. <laughs> and um, I'm just apologising to him, his wife, and his kids who also listen to the podcast for the mispronunciation of his surname. So there you go, Rob. Now that that settles it. Now that's it. That settles it. No more. Um, any more shout outs from the lads? No, I actually just wanted to shout out. Um, on the whole like, golf club thing, I want to shout out all the lads, the the junior, the junior cup team at the yeah. weekend. Um, that unfortunately we did we didn't win. Um. That Shani and Forty will we'll probably talk about later on the podcast, but I just want to shout out all the lads. Great Junior Cup year. We're very unlucky. Um, so yeah, yeah, I want to shout out and, all and the Barton Cup lads. and the Barton Cup team as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to the links. Yeah, the just links. the links. Port Martin links. On the links. We, we didn't win any cup, but it was a it was a fun weekend. But, but yeah, you we're, we're, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not good at golf. We barely needed our club gear in the end. They could have nearly sent that back <laughs> <laughs> for every team. But uh, we had fun in the snug. Didn't yeah, we that's true. That's true. Um, okay, any shout-outs, Ben? Yeah, after watching you play in the Junior Cup, I was travelling back down to Cork and I actually met a friend of the pod in the famous McDonald's, yes. that is Cashel, um, Max Doyle. And Max Doyle is an avid listener and he is actually a man who goes to extreme lengths to interact with the pod. But Shani just ignored him. So I'll uh, I'll put this up on Twitter later, but Max has given us a detailed rundown of every hole and how he would build it in Royal Ringanan. He's gone from one to eighteen. He's talked about the clubhouse. He sent this to Shani about three weeks ago, and Shani just blue ticked him and forgot to send it on to us. <laughs> we have finally seen it, Max. Outstanding work. I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of feedback he gets on Twitter. And I'm thinking this is the start of something. I think there's we've we're going to start snowballing from here. Yeah. We just needed just... someone to someone to run with it. Just to defend myself, it was sent to me while I was on my stag, and we all know that there was no... Jesus, you got it that long ago. Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, I completely forgot about it. But it's excellent work. There's some really good ideas in there, in our, in the business plan, um, even uh, around trying to include the old head and sponsorship of holes and stuff like that. So some great outside-the-box ideas. 
Um, and yeah, I think there needs to be an EGM called. It really, this. it really is an outrageous amount of effort that Max went to. <laughs> yeah. Like you put, you put a lot Congrats. of effort. Yeah, a lot of effort into this brief. Like we'll, we'll put it up on the Quack Twitter for anyone who wants to to have a look at it. A couple, a couple of my personal favorite holes. <clears throat> Number nine, back up the hill on the old third, which conveniently leaves you near the clubhouse and the car park at the turn. Blanakilty <laughs> hot dogs on the tenth tee box? Question mark. Exactly. Yeah, like that's yeah. such a show. Great and, idea. And then he goes to ten. It's a brief one. Back down the hill we go. Ring and on knows it's very up and down. But uh, yeah. Yeah, as as you said yesterday, Shani, we kind of need to have EGM get the five families sat down, get a plan together. Things are taking shape. Yeah. Do you think? Style. Do you think we could almost crowdfund it? Like, if we got like certain amount of people involved, I don't know. I was about to say our listeners, that would only be about five people, <laughs> so I'm not sure that would work. But like, quack followers, something like that. If we just got you know a certain amount of cash off everyone, think we crowdfund it. I'm not sure how we how much we'd need. We really need to sit down and mm. think about whether we need around forty million or. My dad had a great idea in that uh, get the hotels of Kinsale involved because it would suit them too. Mm. You know, second golf course, you know. Now we're thinking for... Yeah, now yeah, we're yeah, thinking. yeah. Listen, we need to have this EGM. Like, it, yeah, it has we to do. Be, it has to be in the Bullman and it has to be over a couple of points and we all need to seriously sit down about this because I'm not, I'm not messing around here. Like, I'm serious about this. Anyway. Yeah. It's not, it's not so serious that you'd send us the work that had been done about three weeks Sorry. ago. <laughs> so Max, Max, Max apologies. Apologies, Max. I have another shout out to to J.O. J.O. Sherlock. Oh, uh, Jason Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> he um he was he's a Castle Lock member and he was following my junior cup match and he thankfully found both of the balls that I hit out of bounds on fifteen. <laughs> He pointed them out for me. There you are over there. Um, so, J.O. Sherlock, shout out. He shook my hand afterwards and said I played well. So if anyone else is a Protestant listening to this doesn't know who he is, you can join <laughs> me over here. <laughs> yes. Jason Sherlock, the ex-Dublin uh, footballer legend from the 90s. J.O. Um, so, okay. You make it sound like you had any real interaction with him. Like I you did. Had maybe, I did. You, you had maybe one, like maybe one thing at the end of him going, oh, "Yeah, well done, you played real well." And that was, <laughs> like, that was it. And him pointing out, "Yeah, I saw them both go into the bushes." Like, uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, I do like to be fair to you though. How he was unlike the, was it the tenth tee or something like that? Shani turns to me and he goes, "Yeah, and that's Jason Sherlock behind us following us." And I was like, <laughs> I was so dismissive. I was like, "Shani, you dumb twat. That's not fucking Jason Sherlock." And Shani was like, "What? No, it is." I was like, "It's not." And then I got closer and I was like. Oh, it is Jason Sherlock. <laughs> uh, he was sound. He was. Um, okay, that's all my shout outs. Are we moving into the pod? We can get started with the pod, yeah. Um, well, actually, Ben, speaking of real life stables, you had a real life golfer playing in a real life golf event in your real life stable who did well and was pushing for a title. Talk yeah. to us about it. Um, so the, the staff, young South African guy I manage, uh, Dion, had a very good uh, Saturday, Sunday at the KLM. He was actually leading for the majority of the Sunday. So the, for the first nine holes that I was watching you play Junior Cup, I wasn't watching you at all. I was watching my phone. <laughs> um, he got the 10 under and he set the clubhouse lead. And then I think Laraha Bell ended up winning uh, 13 under. But exciting, good to be in the mix. He's trending in time for the major for the US Open that's coming up. Um, it was all very exciting. I thought we were going to have a winner on our hands, but uh, 
may have to may have to promote him into my virtual stable as well yeah. as being in my real life stable. Or yeah. Not sure how that works. Can you help me with Dion's surname, please? I'm not sure I can because the commentators <laughs> were pronouncing it a different way to how I say it. They say they don't really pronounce the G. It's like Ermishize. Dion Ermishize. Yeah, but there is a G there, so it's kind of like Germa Hayes. Germa Hayes. So okay. if there's a South African listener, we do we there's we. Yeah, so, we do have Jody Hosking might be able Jody to Hosking. If you can get in the comments and and teach me how to pronounce that, that would be great. Yeah. Um. Or or you could ask the player you met. <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what is your name well i just i hear two different people pronouncing it different times. i tell you a funny story is that i obviously look after um not not i book a lot of his flights and his hotels all that sort of stuff and uh i have i can't even book myself a flight anywhere like i no not, you're bad at that when I, was when I was coming home for shani's stag i i went all the way to gatwick only to realize my flight was out of heathrow um <laughs> But uh, <laughs> one of my jobs is to book him a couple of flights, and he goes by Dion, but his his uh, his first name is Gideon, and I've managed already to book a flight under the name Dion, and it for it to not work, and to yeah. so booking flights is more difficult than you think. Um, that Dutch Open was actually a really good watch because the course looked really cool. It it almost looked like a, a links course, and it? it was really firm and fast, and um, it was burnt out. Um, I was expecting Rasmus Hoygaard to kind of show up for me. I, I thought he was—he he looked he looked dangerous, and then he just he had a couple of mistakes in the last few holes. Did um, he? Your man Larahabal really just went out and won it. I think he did he birdie three of his last five. Yeah, um, and then yeah. I, I actually thought Otegi was going to be the one that won it because he uh, he started the day at ten under and he only got to eleven under. Mm. He'd been kind of burning it up all week. So, but yeah, the course looked really cool. It's like an inland links. My brother-in-law Jimmy was already looking up flights and uh, tea times. Had to go and play there because it looked so cool. Yeah, I tell you, who's getting close to a gallop in my stable is uh, Adrian Moronk. Mm. the big Playing man. Well. The yeah. big Dan. Did Dan Nagel look like? <laughs> he another T a T five. He's playing well, isn't he? He's a, he's surely a lock in the Ryder Cup team. Absolute lock, he? I think. Yeah, yeah. he'd yeah. probably qualify like at this stage. Yeah. Um, Afi Barnrat, he's back. back. I think he had to go. Did he have to go back to qualifying school? I think he went all the way back to the kind of like Asian tour to get back. Did he? Yeah. 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 Come on, Afi Barnrat. Love to see. He is so liquid. Those wrists. Oh my god. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lovely. I love watching him at a golf ball. Um, just going down the leaderboard here. Joost Louten, um, T twenty at his home at his home open. Is there was there any other Dutch golfers? No, he. Yeah, there was he one was actually. Who there was a. There's a guy who was Will Bessling in it, was he? No, there was another guy who's who's only played eight times on the DP World Tour, and all eight have come on the KLM Open. So he gets in there through invites. Um, oh, and he was actually going along really well, and he just he had a bad last few holes. Mm. Um, Tom McKibben, T21 minus four. He's a sleeper for the Ryder Cup. You're not you serious. I'm telling you. No, I, I, it'd be it'd be unreal. It'd be unreal, but there's no. He'd need to. What is he in like race to Dubai? Is he like 90th or something or 98th or something? I think like he gets. He's a, got a gets, long way to go. I think he gets a win between now and. He's, he's playing that well, like. But he'd uh, need more. Yeah. He'd need more than a win. No, I know. A, but I think a win think, would help. Yeah. I think if he gets a win and he gets a top five, I think he's suddenly in the conversation. Conversation, yeah. <laughs> a win would help, but it certainly would. It certainly wouldn't <laughs> help. 
<laughs> imagine imagine him and Rory teeing it up in the foursomes. Oh. oh that'd be great. And then John Murphy also playing. Yeah. <laughs> John Murphy and Shane. Go on the lads. Um we need uh George Campillo to qualify for our chance. Jorge Campillo. Jorge Campillo. <laughs> George <Actually>. Campillo. <laughs> Pablo Larisabel. Uh that's closer to being great. He's in with a chance. Yeah, he's he's playing well. I was saying to Ben, those, some of the Spanish golfers at the moment of the European Tour are just playing unbelievable golf. Like Lara yeah. Thabo's won twice in the last last couple of weeks. Otegi, um, Campillo. Who's the other, so, another one? What about... Um, is the, the Ryder Cup's in Italy, isn't it? You're, yeah. you're dead right it is, Johnny. What, you, what about you made this a chant boy, about what, it. <laughs> what about this boy, Paratore? He needs no. to come good. Is he their only hope? Or am he, I missing someone huge? He he was, Francesco, maybe? Uh, no, Guido Migliozzi, I think. Oh, Guido, yeah. Guido, Francesco, Paratore. Paratore is playing Challenge Tour. I think he's only on that because it, because there wasn't many people playing. Okay. He was a, he's a double glover, Shani. Is he? he? Was. he no, was he's a double not. Glover, he? He's a single glover, but he never takes it off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, Yeah, but he puts with it on, yeah. Not even oh, between can't holes. Have, can't have that. Um, Any chance of Marcel Seam, no? I'm, I'm going to say if Marcel seems in the team we're not, we're not going to win yeah. we're not going to win as much as I okay. enjoy it probably the same chance as Marcel Desai making that team as Marcel Seam I'd say um, okay did you anyone right. watch the Charles Schwab the PGA Tour yeah I didn't watch any of it so I watched Scott, can you talk to us about what happened with Grillo yeah I watched the running and just it was quite it was quite funny I was watching it and I don't know why I just I didn't really want Grillo to win it not that I didn't like Grillo I was just like man, there's nothing I don't know. I was kind of in the Adam Shank team or a Shank. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, so if anyone who didn't watch it, Grio on the 18th tee put his ball into a water hazard, but it was one of those, which was basically like, like a concrete path, but kind of like a river, very shallow river. And his ball just started to wander down the river. And then they watched it roll for like five minutes. And basically it turned out that if, if it didn't, if it stopped, he could have hit it. Um, but he decided to make the drop. Was it going towards the hole, or was it coming? No, back? it was going. It was going away from the hole. So, like, why um, didn't okay. he not just pluck it out of the water and go back to where it crossed straight away? Because like, exactly, exactly, that was the thing is that he he was like, "Oh, I'm going to take the drop," and okay. he they were just watching it, and then the the officials were like, "Okay," but then he decided to randomly just go walk off because then it did eventually stop down the bottom of the strain, way down, and he walked all the way down to it, and they were like, the officials were like, "No, too much time has passed. You've chose to take the drop," so he walked all the way down, picked up the ball, and then walked all the way back up. It was such a waste of time. But I would have thought that... What? He didn't want to get his shoes wet or something. No, I don't know. I think he just wanted the ball. or like, it, or like it just He wanted to go get it instead of someone else getting it and bringing it up. Because then he just took a drop where it crossed into the hazard at the start of the bridge way back up. Um, yeah, but then... I would have thought that you're, like, you have to wait for the ball to be stationary before you can pick it up. But sure, no. Imagine if you plop it into, this, like, into the, the red hazard Let's and you see. see it floating around in the middle of the... You see it getting swirled around by in the sea or something like that. You're not going to stop and wait for it to stop. You yeah, know, yeah. if it's in the hazard, it's in the hazard. What happens um, if it was traveling towards the hole and it was heading up towards the green? Like you, you'd let that happen, wouldn't you? Well, I think it's there's a certain time limit put on a shot. So if it's still going, still going, it can't just keep going infinitely. Um, oh. So there's a time limit put on it, and I think they were like too much time has passed for you to be able to hit it. So he took, but he was going to take the drop anyway. So I don't know. anyway. So that all unfolded, and then Griot doubled the last, um, and Shank or Harry Hall didn't birdie the last. They both had a good look at it, um, and they went to, or yeah, sorry, and then it, 
no, sorry, yeah, the Shank didn't bury the last. Harry Hall put it in the water off the tee, um, and didn't get up and down for par, so Hall missed out. And then I was kind of like, oh, I kind of want Shank to win it. Then, for anyone who hasn't seen the PGA um, social media pages or Instagram, there was a real heartwarming moment on the range, which was cool, where Emiliano Gray was on the range, uh, and he asked this this kid if he wanted to come up and hit some balls with him. And the kid's left-handed. For anyone, go go watch it on Twitter and Instagram. He uh, plays... He's not left-handed. He's a hurler. He's a young hurler. He's... Yeah, or, <laughs> or there's, there's a story coming out of West Cork that he's actually a young hurler. He's um, Bally, Bally Bland. But... And he but he picks a few and, and Griot's chatting away to him and it's a real wholesome moment. And after that I was heavily team Griot. Um, mm. so, that's why he won it. And then well he did. He actually got very lucky as well. Um the on the for the playoff hole, anyone who watched it, his his shot, he actually hit quite far right and it got a great bounce left all the way, ran across the green and ran to about five feet. Was uh, it a par five? No. They they have to they have to hold it. And I think oh okay, cause sorry. Today. I'm just seeing when when you see it on the thing, it says playoff. Emiliano Grillo six shots and Shank seven shots. So it just adds up the shots. Yeah, I think they they, yeah, par... they played a par four and then they played a, a par three and then and Grillo won it from that. So oh, nice. um, oh, I saw... yeah, it was very, very. It was also another interesting bit on it was where he was hitting practice balls was actually down the first hole. In Colonial and the golf course, oh, okay. and it's actually they're they're ripping up the golf course. They're redoing it, I think. Yeah, I heard um, that. So oh. that kid, the left-handed, cack-handed, right-handed player, could be one of the last players to hit a ball down the first <laughs> hole in that golf club. Um, Apparently, they're starting to work like straight away because really they, they need it ready for this time next year. It was literally supposedly the next day, like the yeah. Monday afterwards, they were like starting work. And that's um, a that's a pretty like uh, well-known course. golf course, isn't it? Yeah. So just going back to the the stream drop thing. Apparently, I saw a ruling on Twitter that he could have elected to play it from the hazard as it would move, as it was moving, which seems mm. like a bizarre rule. If you, yeah. if you think back to the USPGA and your man who was docked a shot because, you remember, his ball sat on the lip and it was still moving, but he waited yeah. longer than 10 seconds. So that's a penalty shot. You're allowed to go and hit this one if it's moving down a stream. Yeah, try to mm. clip it out of a stream. Come on, get, let's, let's get rid of the stupid rules in golf. And like the stupid rules are so obvious as well. Do you yeah. know, they're not like you can just pick them all out of the book. Yeah. Um, um Adam then, Schenk though, he's getting close to another gallop in my stable as well. <laughs> he's coming close. Well, uh, do do we not make the rule that every week you have to promote and relegate? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to bring in Moronk this week. Now, to be fair, I was. So you're going to. Yeah, it was in it was between Moronk and Schenk, but uh, I'm going to bring Moronk in, and I'm going to drop Tony Fina. Poor Tony, he is like a yo-yo in Europe. Shagging stadium. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, listen, go on. Who, who, who the hell is Harry Hall? Yeah, he was. A he is fella. the golfer with the worst facial hair. And for <laughs> anyone listening out there, please send in anyone who's worst because I was looking at it and I hadn't realized he also wears the Bryson caps. Yeah. Um, and that I just cannot stand. Um, but, uh, who did William? Oh, yeah, <laughs> David Carey, the Irish golfer, wears he, him as well. Yeah. I like David Carey, and he's Irish, and always going to root for him, but I don't like the the hats. I just hate those hats. And then it's just, I only realized in his facial hair, he's rocking the a blonde, skinny mustache with like a, a goatee, just a goatee underneath. I, oh, shocking. Who's advising yeah. him? Oh, yeah, what about his golf? Like, he needs a nice new golfer. agent. Harry Hall, hit me up. <laughs> I, love the way, I love the way it's just Scotty Scheffler, T3, just... He, oh, yeah. he can, that boy can play golf. He, he just any wherever he shows up doesn't matter. He, he hasn't it's finished irrelevant. outside the top twenty in a stroke play event since October. Yeah, it's stupid. 
Ace um, is so bloody good. So was, was, was the Schwab an elevated event? I don't think so. I don't think so, only, no. Only, only 8.7 million. And then next week, Memorial Tournament oh, yeah. is 20 million. Um, <laughs> Actually, so Memorial is 20 million and the US Open is 17 and a half million. So <laughs> it's how the elevated events are worth more money than majors is, is crazy, isn't it? Man, it just it pays to be on the PGA Tour. My God, those yeah. European lads who've got temporary membership, like Ryan Fox, Minwoo Lee, like... God, if you can keep your card in the PGA, you are set. But it is I think, funny. I think Ryan is... Fox played well as well. I think he was yeah. one, or, one or two under. I think he saw it. And Minwoo made the cut as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, ben, if you were managing Dion correctly, you should be telling him to go play Monday qualifiers for the Memorial instead of the US Open. If you were managing Dion correctly, you would know his <laughs> second name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dion. Um... Uh, hold on. Um, Ricky Fowler, T six. Good to see Ricky back. He's in the US Open um, after that result. Is he? Yeah. Very good. Good to see him in. back in majors. Yeah. Um, Chad Ramey, aka Ilkay Gundogan, T twelve. Aaron Roy, T twelve. Yeah. Good to see him another, back. Another sad one for him. He's he's gonna make the Ryder Cup team, lads. I think. I think he'll he'll get there. I think we're forgetting this. There's, there's a lot of golfers out there who will who are like lock picks, and is we're he, just like throw, we're throwing out these people on the European tour, being like, surely, surely he's a lock pick. Like, I, I think he must be I, a lock pick. I don't know, Scott. I think we on the Europe and on the European side, I think we only have about six locks. Is does Aaron Roy play enough on the European tour though? Like, don't you have to play? No, he'll qualify in the world points list. We have two. Aaron, no, but, no, but Aaron still, Roy is not qualifying for the right. No, but you still have to play a certain amount, right? You've, I think it's only like two or three events, so. Yeah, okay. And yeah. the majors probably can. Well, it it used to be. I think and the majors can. Three yeah, events. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'd be, I'd be shocked if Aaron Rye qualified. Is this the sorry Michael Block fifteen over? He certainly won't qualify. Last place. Yeah. The block party. That was just is... a stupid comment that he said about Rory's length and like, why would you bring that heat on yourself? He, it it's is... it's such a funny American story, isn't it? He's a hero when we <laughs> build him up, and then we says one thing, and it's like, see you later. But it's Knock also it's also like everyone just caught wind of it and went with it so far, and they were like, "You do realize he's played in eight other majors, never made yeah. a cut. He's played in fifteen other PGA Tour events, hasn't. I'm not sure if he's ever made a cut. Like mm. this, this guy isn't just a club pro, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and like, look, I love the story. He was infectious, and yes, it was a bit of a stupid comment, but come on, let's not rip the guy down. Like, who, oh. yeah, leave him alone. Yeah. Even after Shani, I just ripped him down. Shani, you'd be, you'd be worse with Rory's distance. Exactly, I would, I would. Um, right, what are we moving on to next? Um, I, we... I think also also worth shouting out uh, Leona in the LPGA in the match play. Had a good Sorry, run, I had that match play. Yeah. yeah. She um, she is a match play golfer. Semi-final, I, she's a I, lock in any Salham Cup team. And are we going to bring up the, the Twitter drama that's been oh, going on that we talked about yesterday? That's... There is some tracker drama going on on Twitter. The Leona Maguire tracker page. Explain has... this now. Explain this now for the people that will okay, be so on social media. Who's not on Twitter? Tracker pagers. Tracker pagers. Tracker pagers. Tracker pagers. Tracker pagers. <laughs> tracker pa- are Twitter pages who basically just track every shot that a player takes. So they'll, it's an individual who decides they really are a big fan of Leona, and then every time she's playing, they'll tweet out stuff. And it's actually quite useful sometimes because. I will say a lot of the LPGA stuff doesn't get enough coverage. So if you are a big Leona fan, you can just follow a Twitter feed and this person will 
we'll up- yeah. keep it updated on the app and then they'll tweet it out so you can see. Yeah. So yeah, so it's called Leona Maguire Tracker, Brooks yeah. Kepka Tracker, yeah. John Murphy there, Tracker. There, there yeah. are various different Twitter accounts yeah. for there's, different players. There's, there's a John Murphy Tracker, a Shane yeah. Lowry Tracker, a Rory McIlroy yeah. Tracker. There's yeah. even a Michael Block Tracker, but I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, we're not a fan. Um, anyway, but Leona. But Leona. I, I, yeah, I think it's worth pointing out as well though, that sometimes it is real good. Like when, especially when John, like the John Murphy tracker, is not, you know, if you're at work and you just flick onto it and you can't like yeah. find it. Yeah, he, I know. He's not on TV as much. Yeah. So then. Yeah. Or like, and like Leona, like women's golf is, is only starting to become televised a lot as opposed mm-hmm. to as much as it was. Um, yeah. So there are sometimes they, but, they are good, but this scenario. However, I, in this scenario, yeah, Leona Maguire has blocked this. This tra- said, this her said own tra- tracker because yeah. I presume that tracker must have been saying stuff like, um, well, yeah, obviously, the obviously, the tracker, shit. yeah, well, I, I looked through the comments after after this bad shot or this, this and it said, like, that was an awful chip, that was a yeah. terrible put, she had to be do better there, which is just excessive, yeah, negative. Why would a golfer want to see that? Yeah. yeah, all you have to do is say, oh, missed the chip, oh, didn't yeah. make the putt, lost the hole, um, so. I'm hoping that gives a kick up the arse for all the rest of the trackers out there. Yeah. So just yeah. track the shots and stop giving your opinion. Also, exactly, yeah. we've got to a stage where the big trackers are sponsored by this company called Nuclear. NUC. No way. Uh, really? And like, yeah. So like Tiger Woods tracker and all these are sponsored by a company <laughs> called... Sorry, who needs Tiger, a Tiger Woods? Sorry, yeah, track? Tiger Woods tracker every week. <laughs> hey guys, just checking in. Tiger not playing this week. Okay, I'll catch you next week. <laughs> oh, I just. But also, all... when Tiger's playing, there's about a million cameras on him. Yeah, it's like, exactly. why do we need a Twitter tracker for Tiger? He, he's got multiple trackers, and I just, oh, I just think trackers are getting too big for their boots, and it's about time players stood up. I think, and... I think he's well done. A tracker. I think he's got a tracker on his ankle as well. No. So, well done, yeah. ben. well so, done, Ben, for standing up and what you believe in. Um, okay, so Ben, ben Scott hates tracker <laughs> Yeah. Where? What did we? Where were we going there? Uh, oh, eighth holes. Eighth holes. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly, I completely forgot until about seven o'clock this morning when I woke up. Same um, as me. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone for anyone who's just jumping in the podcast again as well, I think it's worth highlighting what we're actually talking about here. Um, yes. so we decided to put together the best. 18 golf holes in Ireland by the actual number of holes that it is on the course. So as an example, if it's the, the first hole in, in Dune Big, I think was the one we picked. Um, you can only So for our first hole, you have to pick the only opening holes of all the courses in the best one. Mm. So this week we're on the eighth hole. Um, and there were a few good ones. Actually, recently one, Ben, which we I haven't it didn't bring up was I really enjoyed. So we played Killeen Castle on Saturday. And I liked the eighth hole there where you dro- you'd fly it over the trees. I think you put it in the water. Um, do you remember you, you go straight over the top of the trees? Uh, there's water on the other side. Is the Isn't eighth that eight? a par three? Um, eighth the... par three. Oh, oh yeah, that seven is over the trees, is it? <laughs> oh damn it! I thought it went from I thought it went from there <laughs> on to nine. Never no, mind. This, this is why it's a tough game. Yeah. Um, what I will say is I, as you know, I'm in West, beautiful West Cork, and I played a bit of golf in Kinsale and Bandon and. Even though I do think Kinsale is a little bit bland, the course was in incredible condition. And I actually quite like that eighth hole. Par, par five. five. Winds down to the corner. Um, I don't think it's going to make it into our, no, but it's our a beautiful course, yeah. but I do like that. And the course was in great nick. I was very impressed with it. I feel like there's a lot of eighth par fives. 
I'd also, yeah. I'd also, while we're while we're on the topic, I need to. It's kind of a shout out as well. Um, I need to apologise to any listeners who are offended by my lack of knowledge of detailed knowledge of Lynch. Um, shout out to <laughs> Dean Crowley who sent me a picture of the of a yardage book from Lynch, being like, "Should I send you this so you can learn about Lynch?" I've only played it once, right? And I was trying to remember the holes, and I've got a lot of heat. Um. <laughs> Around not knowing Lehinch as well, so I apologise to yeah. everyone out there. Um, I listen, lads. Right, um, there's only one winner in this argument, and there's two types of golfers in Ireland. There's golfers that have played Karn, and there's gar- golfers that haven't played Karn. Um, and the winner of this competition, or the winner of this eighth hole, is the eighth hole on the Wild Atlantic w- w- Links course layout in Karn. Oh yeah. For anyone who for anyone who's been there will know what I mean there but basically it's the eighth hole in Cairn it is a par five to beat all par fives it's a kind of a snake hole that sort of dog legs left and right and left and back right again and on your second shot it's down a very tight kind of alleyway for the first shot and on your second shot you either have the option of going around a big huge dune that's 40 feet in the air or straight over the top of it um, and on the other side, you're greeted with a view of the Atlantic Ocean, and it is just the best par five I've probably ever played in my life. And I love Karen, and I need to get Karen in there. I, I think it's, I think it's whatever it being the best eighth hole. I think that's the best hole in Karen. I think it's an unbelievable yeah. golf hole. So I, I, all the options I had down on my list, I, I don't think, um, I don't think I could beat it. That's, I won't, that's ar- a great won't argue with that, Charlie. What was the eighth in Castle Lock? Did you win that hole? Oh, damn right we did. Did we? Yeah, the par five. So Shani played a... Oh, sweet, yes. Shani played a beautiful cut of a three iron off the tee. Then he played a nice little baby draw up just slightly into the rough with his rescue. Then he actually bladed the shit out of a wedge. <laughs> no, I, I didn't blade that, Scott. I and didn't then, blade that. Doesn't matter, Shani. He's sitting still down. Yeah, oh, yeah, sitting down. Either way, he bladed <laughs> it out the back. Then duffed a chip. Didn't duff it either. <laughs> yeah, and left it on the fringe when we were 20 feet away. And then hold a monster of a pot for a par to win it. After <laughs> after your man had gone into a hazard and taken a drop, <laughs> all you need to do is par Here, to win what, it. What Martin did on that hole is irrelevant. All that happens was we won the hole. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Right. So we're going with the eighth hole in Karn, and then are we into the junior cup now? Yeah, I think. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think eighth hole in Karn is is added to the list. I think at, at nine we probably need to do a run through. I'm waiting for the heat that we're going to get from all the eighth holes that we didn't prepare for or have, or have forgotten. I just, is, is, just, it... just before we move off the eighth holes, is there anything in Port Rush? Is there anything like, is there anything that we really should just think about here? Well, there was, it was more that I thought of all of the golf courses. Well, not all the golf courses I've played, but all the kind of ones that stick in my memory um, on the big courses. And none of the eighth holes mm. really jumped out to me. Eight, not you know, eight, seven, eight. Remember, I said it last week. They kind of just get you back to the club. Yeah. What's eight in Sligo? Um, eight in County Sligo. I can't remember. Is it down under Ben Bulbin? No, you come back up. No, I can't remember. Eighth and Enniscrone. I don't think is anything too special. Um, again, nor is great, the eighth, great eighth in isn't great. Really need to put some great holes on Enniscrone on our Instagram yeah. before I do this. <laughs> Next week we do, we'll get we we'll get all the nines. Yeah. Oh, the comments yeah. will start flying in now. Why didn't you think of this eighth hole? Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, we're um. So to everyone out there, I was playing a bit of golf. Oh wait, week. sorry. 
sorry, I knew there was one that came into my head that I've been thinking about. Yes, the sir. eighth, the eighth hole in Tralee is Whopper. Oh, Talk yes, it is. Par four, C on your left. Um, you play kind of just you're like you're hitting back up towards kind of like back up to like outland. Um, this kind of basically, if you tug it anywhere left, you're into the sea, you're into like this hard rough. You're kind of trying to play up the kind of a bank on the right to the fairway. You can actually kind of go for it if you're long enough. Yeah, if yeah. you're long enough, you can really try and cut off a lot of the corner. Um, and then you place down to I think it's a double tier green, so there's like a front edge and then a big hill in the middle of the green and then back to the back tier of it. Um, I would probably still take the eighth in Carn, but I definitely think it's worth an honorable mention of the eighth in Tralee. Yeah. It's a great golf hole. We need another par five as well on the front lines that we'll go with Karen. So in other so words, Shani, Scott, Shani will not read yeah. egg on Karen. Yeah, no, no. In fairness, there are certain <laughs> ones that like, like I wouldn't have moved on six and Critch for obvious reasons, but I still wouldn't moved off that. There's some holes on it, like or the fourth in the old head. And I think that uh, the eighth in, in Karen for you, Shani, is a, a holy yeah. grail. So yeah. eighth in Karen, eighth in Karen. Done. Done. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Okay, um, so unfortunately, Junior Cup for the Lynx is over this year. Myself and Scott were in action. Scott was on the bag. We gave it everything. What about the golf? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> once again, the two boys at home did the business for us. Um, and we just needed one point away. But unfortunately, the three of us away couldn't bring it home. Um, but once again, a savage golf course, Castleknock. The greens were absolutely beautiful. Um, my match was a bit of a ding dong, wasn't it, Scott? Your man Martin was a serious player. On the second hole, I thought I'd middled a drive and was walking up there, and he was thirty yards ahead of me. He was a bomber. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're underestimating the thirty. I think he was even further. He absolutely <laughs> slapped the crap out of a driver. Oh, uh, absolutely bomber. Gent of a man as well. Yeah, um, it was a great, uh, like, healthy match, you know what I mean? Yeah, was, we were two down through seven, then won eight, nine. So got into the back nine. We actually won four holes in a row, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. 10, 11 yeah. So yeah. we were two up, made a dick of 12, and then, yeah. yeah, and then 15, we made a mess of that as well. So <laughs> went down, went down 16 level. Sorry, sorry, if... sorry. We can't, we can't skip over 15. We can't that. skip 15, I, yeah. I went ahead. <laughs> With the dog, I was watching. I was out there with uh, the Springer Spaniel, Charlie, looking for Sh- Shani's golf ball as best we could. Your man steps up on the tee, puts one right into the hazard. Shani steps up on the tee with all of Castle Knock on his left, <laughs> and he decides to try to cut the corner and puts one into the hazard. Your man then steps up, puts it out into the middle, his original. Shani then steps up, puts another one into the hazard. And then yeah. after that, I just. I know. Matt played golf. At that stage, we'd lost that hole. No, I think that's yeah. that's just the one that I'll learn from because I could have I was one up through through fourteen there I could have put the put the matter to bed there. I think that's on the caddy. Get you there no, as far left. No, as absolutely, possible. I won't have that. I will not have that. It was the right club. I should have just smashed it a million miles left. The caddy is knowing that Shani's most accurate club is his driver. <laughs> yeah, normally. exactly. Yeah, and then it's and so I was unlikely. flushing it. I was flushing it. Um, I okay. played really well, but just came up one short. But um. Then, um, in, like, in in fairness, like, the only notes I made was that, like, I, I did play really well. But, like, I think we underestimated how well your man Martin played in the end. Because, like, oh, 16, he golf, yeah. 16, he went down and made a classy up and down in the bunker to go oh, one right. up on me there with two holes to go. Um, that really vexed me. That really got yeah. to me. 
Um, and then I did well on 17 to get up and down from bunker myself. Walked in a putt. I did. Actually, Sorry. do you know what? I I was actually lagging that putt up there and I started walking after it, thinking that I was just going to go up and, um, you know, be given the putt and, and take the hole because Martin, Martin had a drop. So I was like two putts to win. And then the ball just kept going and rolled in. And so it looked like I walked in the putt. <laughs> you, actually, you also didn't have two putts to win. I think I did. I think no, he, he, had he, had a, he had a putt for five and you were putting for four. Yeah, but he had a, he had a sizable putt for five. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, you couldn't have picked to, up your ball you, and walked off. He said, "Have to." Have to <laughs> you have to expect your opponent to make those. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. This was after you'd fatted a six iron about one thirty. <laughs> well, as as Shani's caddy, I told William this story is to you know the way most golfers just go off um like yardages. Yardages are kind of irrelevant to Shani because there yeah. were sometimes we were overballing, and there's two prime examples. On sixteen, yeah. on sixteen, we were two hundred and twelve pin or two hundred and fifteen or something to the pin. Chenny was like just in the rough, and we were counting for a flyer. And I was like, I do think you could get a six back there. Or and Chenny goes, No, it feels like seven to me. It just feel, <laughs> feels like a seven. So just remember that number two fifteen feels like a seven from the rough. We we landed short. It didn't get to the green. Went in the bunker. The next hole on that hole where we, we won the hole, Chenny was one hundred and sixty six yards away, and I was like. I really feel you could get there with like a, a nine or an eight because the week before I'd hit a nine and I was like <laughs> nine or maybe an eight because we're in the rough, but that flyer got to count for it. Shani goes, yeah, one, six, eight. Yeah, yeah. Feels like a short cut punch six. <laughs> and I was like, what? We've just, you've just hit a seven iron from two fifteen, and one, six, eight, you want to hit a six iron cut. And you were like, yeah, I just feel it. And I tried to talk him off and then he just goes, no, yeah, I hear you. Okay, okay, I'm going to hit the six. And I was like, right, okay. And then hit a fucking terrible six <laughs> into the bunker. You actually, thinking back now, you have a, you had a tough job because I am all the <laughs> Numbers mean nothing to me. The, the, there were lots of things where I just swallowed and went, you're happy, you're happy, you love it. And I walked away going, oh, how the hell the, does he In fairness, our, our captain, Dara, um, afterwards in the snug, said to, he said to me um, that you and me were like Spieth and Gorella out there. <laughs> and like, yeah. That was such a compliment to me. I loved it. Because in fairness, thinking back now, we were, we were just like, you know, like really vocal, really vocal chatting to each other. And it ended with you just kind of like handing me a, a club that was like two clubs, <laughs> too much or two clubs, too less. And you were just like, fine. <laughs> or handing me two extra golf balls to hit my third, to hit my just, third shot off the tee. Just hit it. Just hit it. Tempo, yeah. tempo. Good song, uh, tempo. It, was, it was so classic Junior Cup as well. After you have 18 and you're supposed to go back down one, but there was like a junior golf clinic going on down yeah. the middle of the fairway. So you had to go down two yeah, instead. We went down to the first tee and there was like 400 kids on the putting green and going down the first hole. So we, so we had to find a golf hole to play on. Like, do not <laughs> back play the either, playoff. But either of you hit a ball in fairness, kids. In fairness, no. though, my adrenaline was pumping. On, when I when I hold that putt in 17, I was one, one down with two to play, hold the putt in 17, all square. I ran up to that tee box in 18. Part three, I think it was like, was it like one ninety into the wind, Scott? No, it was one six eight. It, it was wasn't. Like, it was like it was like one seventy, but it was like a three club wind. It was like two club wind back. We we're straight back into the wind. It was shorter than you think. So I, I remember it was something like one eight nine. No, no, I, I was it was shorter than you think, or okay. it, 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 and then but the problem was the wind. So we played. You played the forearm straight the back into the wind. Um, saucy hole because water all right. Um and kind of a bank. If you if, it basically if you leak it right at all, you're gone. Um and lads, I I literally hit the shot of my life. Like flushed it. The one that was on the Instagram story that was flushed and it went so high. And I was I was like, 
it's the classic mistake you can make in match play by thinking that you have the whole one even before you've yeah. walked off the tee box or whatever. I fully thought I was like, there's no way he's hitting a good shot here. It was such a difficult shot. And he actually, so I put it to 15 feet, he puts it to 10 feet. Mm. Like, what a shot from your man, Mark. Yeah, played lovely. Now, it was a really difficult green. So, actually, either were, it was actually more about just trying to two putt for par. We thought yeah. we were going to win it. In fairness, and we it. both should have been below the hole, but we were both above the hole on a really steep putt. Um, yeah, have that, and then we had to try and find a, a golf hole to play on. So we played the tenth in Castle Lock, which it's a very funky par five. Um, water left, out of bounds, all down the right. Like it's a par five that we teed off with a five iron because you yeah, have to basically five iron, five iron, six iron, five nine iron, six iron, nine iron. Yeah, yeah. It is uh... so, like. It yeah. does look like a nice golf course. My only issue is that there is a lot of internal out of bounds, and you all oh, know that, that I loathe that golf rule. Like, just design a golf course properly so you don't have to hit across fairways and stuff. Mm. Sometimes yeah. it can be tricky on, on parklands, but yeah. I, do, I do know what you mean. But in but fairness, par like, five in particular, it's out of bounds car park on your right, and then there's tee boxes on your left where would be mm. your landing area, but they put in an internal out of bounds. Yeah, like no one, no one is driving it down there on purpose because it doesn't make the hole any shorter. But like, mm. people are gonna hook them a little bit left or slice them if you're left-handed. I just think. But it's strange though because they have two holes then, the eighth and mm. the seventeenth, where all of the local golfers, like the golfer, the the lads that I played in the Barton Shield and the lads that I played in the Junior Cup, as soon as they get onto the eighth hole and the seventeenth hole, they look two fairways left. Yeah, and they they look to see are there any golfers coming down and they hammer it down another fairway so yeah. it's like they have internal out of bounds for some holes and then they and yeah then, not for those you know for the yeah. others so luckily um whenever martin decided to go down another fairway myself and scott stuck to our game plan didn't we scott yeah we actually won both those holes we won yeah. both of them so yeah um i think it's yeah. also, also worth oh sorry are you finishing out the story no just um yeah on the 10th we um i got to the he hit a great wedge in i hit a you had a good enough. A, I had a good nine iron, but it just didn't fade. Uh, back fringe and ended up three putting from the back fringe. The putter kind of caught in the fringe there, so unfortunately, I was one stroke shy. But it was some experience. Great. It was a serious like golf. Yeah. We were. I think we were. We both kind of had two holes that we kind of, you know, scratched or mared or whatever. But other than that, it was kind of like a par was only having a hole. Like yeah. you know, it was. Um, I think we were level par for sixteen of the holes. Um, also so on that also, I think it's also worth shouting out Andy Keating and Fergal O'Donnell as well who are just Hammers. absolute absolute animals in the links I think mm. Andy won 7 up and the first round he won like 5 or 6 up yeah. and Fer- Fergal was like 4 up and 4 of them two boys if I ever pull them in the match play in the links there's nothing I'm just giving it to them like F that like, match, play, match play golfers match. Looking at the, yeah. I was looking at the app and every time just I don't know if either of them were ever down in the first two rounds of the Junior Cups so if anyone has played either of them in the links good luck a shout out um, to Fergal for holding the course record for all of 30 seconds. We thought his 69 <laughs> the other day might be the course record, but I think Gav Moynihan or, or Brendan, the pro shop, I think hasn't beat or something. So. Do you know what um, I find funny in match play is uh, I there was one hole, Scott, where I think it was 13 or 14, where you said like, oh, that's good, good. That should be good, good or something. So I went up going, oh, no. <laughs> I, went, yeah. I was just afraid to say like, should we go good, 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 good? Um, and I just said, oh, that's good, Martin. But I thought he was going to be like, yeah, that's good too. And he didn't, he made me put it. And he made you put it. Yeah, I was like, Shani was like, go up and say good, good. And Shani goes, yeah, yeah. Yours no. is good, Martin. And then in fairness, okay. though, his was two feet. Mine was four feet. I would have made, like, I think in fairness, there was so many was holes. A lot closer than you think. 
uh, fairness, yeah, but there were so many holes throughout the whole match where he was like four feet instead of two or three, you know what I mean? And I was just like, Scott, is that good? I well, just I wanted to give him one of them and I couldn't. Yeah, I think you were I think you were a bit I think you were worried about being seen to not give a putt. Puss, because yeah. there was some you kept asking me about five or six times being like, Is that good? And I was like, Absolutely not, Shani. That's like a seven foot putt. Yeah. Or like there'd be some massive ones you'd be like, Is that oh is it on the borderline? I'm like, no. But like, like my men- my mental coach Andy Heating told me like make sure you give putts in the first kind of few holes. But yeah. he, he honestly he there was didn't none have that you one, could give. He no. didn't have one two three footer in the entire front nine from what I. I, no. I do I do enjoy that rule because I think it is a psychological it's element, great. element that Very comes in. Yeah, but I'm also like just let's just put them all out. Like I if you're playing someone at some stage, you'd almost just say look I'm I'm not gonna give you anything. We're just gonna put everything out, and like no one can have any arguments about that. So, yeah, I think if you did that, it would actually be. You you mightn't get those kind of match play moments, or it would yeah. definitely change the atmosphere around. It. Yeah. But um, oh, I just love match play golf and club golf lads. Anyone out there, if you can get onto any team, Pierce Purcell, Fred Daly, Junior Cup, Metro, Barton, whatever you can, just get out and play for your club. Um, get the gear on. It's some crack, and like, even if you lose every match in the first round, like the links, <laughs> it's grand. You know, you still have a great crack. <laughs> Um, um, so that's that's the end of Junior Cup for you now, Patrick, for the next it, yeah. year. Got Senior Cup coming up next year. I'm in that weird limbo state where um, I'm not good enough to be a Senior Cup golfer and um, I'm past Junior Cup, so I will probably just be in the doldrums for a year at least. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the confidence I have in myself. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the Junior Cup and all we have left is um, golf social media this week. I just I want to go in classic covered it fashion. We got really into live golf and then we completely forgot about it for a couple of events. I'm just going to go have a little run through what was going on in. Oh, nice, what, yeah. What's been going on? Where How McLeeks getting on? How's McLeeks doing? Um, so just looking at the leaderboard, the Cleeks are dead last. Yes, G Mac. But they did have so they they've just come off three consecutive last places, and they had a seventh place last week in DC. So oh, who shot was who shot it was it uh, Wiesberger, Keimer, which who shot? I'd, I'd love to tell you, but fucking the live website's so shite, I can't even work oh, out. Crap. Who's on the Cleeks team now? Um, we got GMAC, we got our Wiesberger, we've got Martin Keimer, and we have oh Dick Bland. God, what I co- absolutely despise that golf team. Uh, er, no. What color would the Cleeks be? Green. I think they're like a we're like a dark green, Ben. I think. Like a like uh, the hat you're wearing, kind of like a, maybe a forest oh, yeah. green. So Lovely I don't know hat, how, by the way. how you've come seventh because Graham McDowell was your highest finish in 38th. Lovely. Then you've got Dick Bland, 41, Bernd Fiedberger, yeah. 45, Coral Martin Keimer, 48. How many people are in it? Uh, there's 52 people on the list. Oh, Jesus. But I, I th- how have we come seventh? Is 52? I thought, I thought Liv was 48. Anyway. Liv is 54. Oh, 54 50. holes. No, is it? Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Shishwan Kim is in 50th. He's he's really, um, there's a real good chance he loses his card next year. Um, so, yeah, we've got Cleeks, Majestics there. The whole three captains thing is really dragging them down. And Phil's High Flyers back to back tenths in the last two events. So they're they're slipping down the tenth. Out of That's the rest me, of, isn't it? I think you might be them. Will mm. is Torque. They won this week. Torque. Um, Place for Torque. Mito Pereira came third. Uh, Sebastian Munoz came fourth. 
I want Will to just come back on the podcast just to try and pronounce his team, the team again. Oh, sorry. I was reading the leaderboard wrong. Um, Graham McDowell came 19th for the cliques. Bland, 28th. Wiesberger, 32. And Keimer, 25. So Keimer maybe is showing. Oh, Big Martin Keimer showing up. Uh, Range Goats are in fourth. Um, Is is that all our teams? Yeah, the four aces are, are too good for the league. Um, so they've gone from DC. Their next stop is Valderrama. Really, Valderrama are letting live golf in the door. Isn't, isn't that a weird mix? Like, yeah, Valderrama. I would have thought it would have been kind of uh, you know classical. prestigious and kind yeah. of yeah. No, they, I don't like that now. They went to Valderrama last year, and you know, they're back again. Um, he's that doesn't get much better for who's it? Kim, who's dead bottom, having to go play Valderrama when the toughest golf course is gone. So I, I again, I don't know if this is correct. I think it's. If so, if you're in the top twenty-four, you guarantee your card. But if you're a captain, you also can't lose your card. So, say Martin Keimer, who's down the bottom of the rankings, he can't ever lose his card. I think there's a chance that like six or eight of the lowest golfers will have to go back to the Asian tour, and then like the likes of Andy Ogletree, who's leading the Asian order of merit, can potentially get his live spot back. Oh right. But I don't know are they like pre-assigned to a team or does it depend on who's got who gets relegated? Because I actually think that'd be kind of interesting, the whole transfer point. Like if a player gets promoted, who gets first choice from where they go? Is it the, the team that finished highest that lo- loses a player or something? I think that could be kind of cool. Yeah, put them into like a draft. Not enough for me to actually watch it or care about it, but <laughs> I did Oh no, see I still won't watch it, but DC had the highest they broke the record for the highest number of people to attend a live event in America. But they didn't publish the numbers, so really, who knows how many people that is? It could be 150. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that is that's Live Watch. Uncovered it. Live Watch done. Um, I think you need a jingle for Live Watch. I think it needs to be like a. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I okay. So <laughs> golf on social media to finish it off. Um, one of my boys in my stable, Sahith Sagala, starts every practice session on the range um with intentional shanks some of his clubs actually have shank marks on the hosel because he is intentionally able to hit a shank wherever he wants um i'm unsure so why why that would scary why that would help i he did a video with dan rapapore on on uh, is that his name dan rapapore yeah dan um, rapapore sounds like something uh, Dan Rappaport did a video with him where he caddied for him on YouTube. It's actually it's a good watch. Um, but yeah, I think Sahith just thinks that um, if he can precisely hit the hosel, he can uh, precisely precisely hit the middle. So fair play to Sigala. Um, lads, do you remember Sergeant Gordon? He can yep. he can hit a six iron three hundred and eighteen yards. Um, that boy is coming. He can hit a big ball. I'd imagine there was a big win behind him now, to be fair. Yeah, he drove, uh, is, he drove the green, didn't he? Or nearly drove the green with it. That is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So I think, and he's not the only kind of a young gun that I've heard coming up through the ranks on all these kind of like little mini tours that are just hitting the ball stupid distances. So you can kind of understand why they're doing an old rollback and all that kind of crack. Um, um, did you see Lud- Ludwig got his PJ Tour card? Ludwig Adberg, did he? Yeah, for being the number one on the... On the amateur, on the you know, it's a PGA, PGA Tour U, yeah, PGA yeah. Tour University, the no, yeah. The number one, Who's ranked, this guy? uh, his name is he's Ludwig, ba- he's Swedish. yeah, Ludwig Adberg, Swedish guy, has basically dominated 
um, men's amateur golf for the last oh, wow. okay. year. Was he in Oklahoma or somewhere? Or uh, oh, that's a good question. Who knows? Is he, Euro- is he European? He's European. Yeah, he's it's Swedish. Funny. He's a sleeper. Boom. Ma- imagine him in the There's also a French guy in the top top five or six in PGA Tour U as well. So. Is it just okay. one golfer who gets their card from the PGA Tour U? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just know the ranking. I've never seen the, the how the promotion works. I saw him put up a photo and it was, yeah. Do you know the way in the UFC they do that thing where McGregor like coaches a bunch of young lads and then this other guy coaches a bunch of young lads mm. and then they like fight each other at the end and they mm. do like a big documentary. They should do that with PGA Tour University. So like they get like, you know, two I golf teams. We need more yeah. content around university golf because I think, I, I know there is a yeah. lot. Like, yeah, the, the, they the show grind a lot of the to make it as a pro. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what they're up to on a daily basis. Like the, yeah. Like a, pri- a, a prime example, Ben, is the is for anyone who hasn't watched it, go watch the there's like a forty minute or an hour video on YouTube about the Stanford ladies golf team. Brilliant, um, up, yeah. yeah, which is which is unreal. It like a deep dive in, and it's just perfect timing because it basically there is a person on the team called Ro Zhang who actually just turned pro. Um, she's just turned pro in the last week or so. She basically has dominated women's amateur golf like no one has ever dominated amateur golf. Yeah. Um, so she's just turned pro and is an absolute phenom. Um, but on the on that the video documentary, whatever you want to call it, she's part of that team, the ladies' team of six or seven um, female golfers who dominate Stanford and just watch how much they dominate women's amateur golf. But it's a real cool inside look into it and their days and stuff. And so I would advise everyone to go watch that. Um, yeah. Absolutely, I'd like to see yeah. some more videos like that. I want to. The facilities yeah. in university golf are just incredible. Oh. Um, yeah. Just a couple more for me. Paddy Harrington hit a, a fella in the crowd and um, walked up to him and gave him three hundred cash, which I think is a good good transaction. Oh, I, yeah. I would get just hit pulled with out a pulled out a wad of cash and gave him three hundred. I love I love that about. The, the kind of old school pro golfers they still have cash like you know I also yeah. like it's not like 300 comes in one note and he was like oh, 100's not enough 200's not enough here's 300 oh man if you watch the video I'd say he had a good a good G like, inside his wallet if you're getting 100 bucks you're like oh great I can go buy a couple of beers like you're not expecting yeah. to get 300 bucks that's very generous also then, he also played good golf shout out to him for um, yeah sorry he almost won the almost yeah. won the yeah the senior Steve Stricker is just vacuuming up winnings on that tour. He is yeah, too he good is. for that tour. Mm. But so is Paddy, like, to be fair. Yeah. To him, so. yeah. Um, and then final take from me is that I saw a fellow on TikTok this week who marks his ball with his shoe. So he takes his shoe off and marks his ball with his shoe because oh, the Puma, there, is yeah. actually, there is actually no rule around what you can use as a ball marker in golf. So you can use but, your phone, you can use your... That seems, a bit, that seems a bit stupid, if I'm honest. It is stupid. Now, it looked stupid. He took he takes his shoe off every time he marks his ball, like, which is stupid, and he puts it, puts it with one shoe. Um, But there's no rule around it, so each to their own. Why is he not putting his shoe on before he puts again? It's not like he's marking his ball in case he needs to come back and take the putt again. Oh, actually, maybe he does. Maybe we need to rewatch that, but yeah, he does take his shoe off to mark it. Um, I don't know about you, lads, but anything else I'm taked out? Well, I was I was chatting to your dad while we watched you play golf, um, and we were just chatting about Bandon Golf Club, and obviously that's where I I cut my teeth. You know, I played there, and your dad mm. was had was full of praise for it, and maybe it's because I have a bit of like anamnesis for the course because that's where I grow up. Um, but what was that word? <laughs> <laughs> Ran that off again there. <laughs> anam, anamnesis. 
it's like to reminisce on the past to like okay okay recollect okay. Do you, would you like to, to be spelled fact check someone's <laughs> been yeah someone's been reading the sunday crossword at home in the glen <laughs> do you not do you not find on this podcast that you're like i i always wish i had better vocabulary so I think oh I, like, yeah i know i, I think it's about time addiction. that i i don't know started putting in a few new words there's there, there's a fun thing is is that we each we imagine we did that where I give Ben a word, Ben gives Shani one, Shani you give me one, and we have to try and sneak it in, and the other person has to try and call you out for that word each week to see which word it is. Oh, I've been rumbled. I got I, this. Fred McElroy is playing this for me. Hang on, is this is that that's not a word? No, is that not a word? No, it is. It is. So I just googled it, and all I'm getting is Japanese cartoons. A A N A N N E S I S. Okay, yeah. Anyway, go on with your story. Sorry. I knew you weren't right uh, off that word. Wait, sorry. His first word for me was sacrosanct. Okay. Which I wasn't going to get in. And then last week he wa- wanted me to get in um, chauvinistic. And I was like, that's just going to get me in trouble if I try to use that word. Anyway, but I do have a, a, a genuine point about Bandon that I think yeah. more golf courses I play around Cork and around Ireland, I think Bandon is the very top of the middle tier golf course. It's 30 yeah. euro to play. Every year the trees get like enhanced and it, the course gets a little bit tighter i think it's i just think it's a really good golf course and maybe that's just me because i am reminiscent of playing it's there. your it's your ringing on it's your but i just i just and i talking to your dad about it and he was like yeah it's, i think it's one of the better ones in, in cork definitely in west mm. cork if not in cork and munster um so yeah shout out Bandon golf club for just shout getting better yeah. putting a lot of work they're making improvements all the time yeah and enjoy. for only what 25 quid or 20 quid to play as yeah. well yeah. yeah i'm going out i'm going to be playing there this afternoon Played six six rounds of golf in five days there when I first came over, and I was my yeah. my feet were sore, but I had a day off and I'm ready to go again. Well, on the same leaf, then Balcarrick in Dublin is oh. is is the abandon of Dublin. We played Balcarrick last Friday. It was lovely. Twenty five. Yeah. Uh, so for 25 to the quid, listeners, I brought the two boys out um, for twenty five quid on a Friday evening. I said, lads, come on out and play Balcarrick here now. We don't need anything. We don't need to go to the K Club. We don't need to go to this, that, or the other. Let's just go play Balcarrick. It was lovely, wasn't it? I, I very very big it. Nick. Yeah. Really nice people. <laughs> nice pro shop. That was some... That was some lads. Dr- that yeah. was some drop there. We don't need to go to the K Club. Yeah, host the Ryder <laughs> Cup. You know what we need to go? Balcarrick. Like, it is it's an absolute steal for 25 quid. And shout out to Balcarrick. No, no, but I love how you go. Yeah. We don't need to go to the K Club. We don't no. need to go to Pebble Beach. We don't need to go to Augusta. We need <laughs> we to go to Balcarrick. We need to go to Balcarrick and we need to walk across Dougie's Bridge. A doggy, fair oh, play yeah. to Dougie. I will say... It and was... the Peugeot bench. It, it was it was a beautiful evening and I said this to you the sun was going down Tropic. and I said this is the evenings I think about when I'm sat in London looking at my laptop wishing I was on the course yeah, with the boys these, these the evenings I dream about it was beautiful the course was great we played okay golf yeah that's why we love the game so well, we right do. okay that's us this week thanks very much folks get out and play some golf and just please get on to us with questions, comments, ideas and stuff because as always we're running out of ideas. So we'll see you next week. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Cheers.